Welcome to Finding Your Epic. This is a show where senior level women share their epic moments, telling the story behind those light bulb experiences where they learned a powerful skill that shaped their career progression. Hosted by me, Jacqueline Frost, founder of Elevate Talent. Welcome to Finding Your Epic. This is a show where senior level women share their epic moments, telling the story behind those light bulb experiences where they learned a powerful skill that shaped their career progression. Hosted by me, Jacqueline Frost, founder of Elevate Talent. Today, we are talking with Emma McGinty. With almost 20 years corporate experience, Emma's and my path first crossed when she was head of DNI and technology at Sky. Now at Google, Emma is one of the most genuine, open, and honest people I know. Welcome, Emma. Thank you, Jacqueline. That's a lovely introduction. And I, yeah, reflecting on sort of 20 years in the industry, it's like, wow, <laughs> where did that go? It's a long time. It really is. And, you know, it was during one of those genuine and honest conversations that we had a little while ago where you shared that new superpower that you had discovered recently in yourself. Yeah. So today I'd love to take some time to talk about my superpower, which is resilience. And I think, you know, when I think about resilience, it's not something that we're born with. I don't think it's something that, you know, just, just comes to us. I think you really get to understand what resilience is and put it into practice when you've been through highs and lows of life, like, like all of us have on our journey to, to where we are today. You know, for me, that moment came when I became a mother. So I am a mother of, of two girls, Isla and Nell, who are eight and six and cause me all sorts of trouble, which I'm sure many of your listeners will resonate with that. And I've always worked full time. You know, my career has been really, really important to me. And having children was a, a real moment where, like many mothers, I think I, I stopped to think, you know, how is this going to impact my career going forward? And just going through having children and everything that brings, I think that really taught me a lot about resilience and who I am and how I can cope with you know, some of the most challenging days that I think I've ever experienced. Like hands down, I can say being a mum has probably been the most challenging thing I'll ever do compared to my career, like definitely. But I think when I think of those days when I, I was on maternity, even though it was really hard, everything within my control to a certain extent, and I, you know, I, I knew what the variables were of kind of our day-to-day existence as being a mum. But it was it was when I went back to work, and particularly the second time. I think the first time I sort of went in, maybe still in that sort of fog of being a, a, a first-time mum. But that second time really hit me hard, and it's when. I really learned about resilience within and how I applied it to a workplace. So I went back to a, a new role, and this was at Sky at the time. And it was a new role, and it was within a team of, of all females. And I think what I kind of witnessed in those days, as much as I loved it, it was a brilliant job. I had some amazing things to achieve, and I really threw myself into it. I found it hard 
to really find the balance and, and manage the time. And, and the team, at no fault of anybody's, and I think it's, you know, very much around the, the culture and, uh, and just how when you get these all female teams, that how they can operate and feeling that they need to be within this kind of man's world. And we unintentionally put so much pressure on each other. And that was hard as much, you know, I, I sort of was being a mother, but also having to really work hard. And it really, really pushed me to my limit. And when I think back now to those days, I actually can't believe I, I, I did it. And I delivered this big project. And I remember really, really vividly, I was on the train back. I was in Cardiff and I was on the train back. And I, even though everyone was, you know, high-fiving, brilliant, amazing, you've done so much amazing work. I literally broke down in tears on the train and I just, it was like the relief of doing it, but also I was just, I'd hit rock bottom. I just didn't, I just, I just couldn't operate anymore at this level. And it was then that I really realized that, you know, I need to get control of this and I need to, I need to find the strength within me and, and move forward and move through this. And that's when I started to look at new roles within Sky and I, I think back to those days, I think what being a mother taught me and sort of the challenges of, of coping through that state, that period, you know, when I had to come back to work, I applied so much of that and I knew that I would get through this. I knew that there would be an end and days would get better. And I also knew that I didn't want to give up. I knew that I was better than this. And you know, so I really did. I found the strength, found a new role. I also... I realized that I didn't want to be in a team where I was in that type of environment anymore. And I think I had the strength then to say, you know what, I, I want to, I want to have a role that's on my terms and I want to be the person that I am. And that for me, in terms of my personal values, being sort of authentic and, you know, me, like that's so important to me. And I never, I've never wanted to be anyone else to try and please and gain somewhere in my career. I've always wanted to to do it on my, my own terms. And I think I saw in that period, I was starting to sort of flex into a person that I didn't like anymore. And and so, you know, I was, I was grateful that I had the strength to come out of that, find a new role and really move forward. But, you know, that I, I don't regret that experience. And I don't think we should like life is about ups and downs. I'm a firm believer that, you know, being out of your comfort zone is, is good. We don't want to do it all the time, but it really can push you into areas that you never thought possible for yourself. I'm currently working at Google. So I was approached, I was at Sky for 13 years and had a fantastic career with them, but I was starting to get into my sort of comfort zone and you know, when I was uh, approached about this role, I was really scared to, to be honest with you about taking that leap because it's like Google and I was like, wow, they want me. And, but I did it and I knew that I had to push myself out of that comfort zone to then you know, move forward in my career. So yeah, there's been a lot of that. There's been a lot of that sort of pushing myself. There's a, there's a couple of things coming to mind as you are speaking. And the one word I've been thinking about for the first sort of four or five minutes of you sharing your story there is the word perspective. And I think what's fantastic is that something 
triggers any of us into gaining that better perspective because it's so important to have the two we have so easily now in our cameras we have the fo- you know phones with cameras on them and so we can easily zoom in and zoom out don't we and they're the two different perspectives you to look about the short term perspective but also the longer or the further away perspective and it reminds me growing up my father was a research chemist and he used to always say how scientists spend far too much time at the microscope which obviously is one way of seeing things better but not enough time with the telescope we didn't have back then cameras on our phones and as i recall growing up we had a very simple camera anyway which wouldn't have had that uh, zoom lens on it but uh, that was his way of sort of talking about that is that you have to look up and see the bigger picture and then look again at the detail and back and forth almost you know microscope telescope microscope telescope because otherwise you don't have that perspective which is really what what you're sharing here is that, that you know you, su- you you suddenly had this greater perspective which i think is fascinating and also so fascinating and i th- the other thing that i was loving about your story as well is that we hear so many negative stories about motherhood women in in business and becoming mothers and how suddenly this is now you know you're edged out or, or all the things and we're not hearing the counter stories which is why i love your story because your counter story actually was this this was very empowering for you this was driving you forward in a very very different way and i also love that and pushing you as well the fact that motherhood was pushing you out of your comfort zone because becoming a mother or a parent for that matter we all get pushed out of our comfort zone you know you spend you know i i joked this morning at my gym class two of my gym colleagues they're in their 30s they're both pregnant for the first time and they were talking about buggies and i said oh yes you know the thing is you worry about this and then all all you'll care about for the next three or four years is the fact that your child is still alive <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> yes yes we're still there you know all these things all these little minute things that you worry and think about before you have this little person in your life and then it just suddenly changes and that's that perspective which i think is just so fascinating it's so fascinatingly yeah yeah i definitely felt that i mean yeah, no, you just have no idea of the impact what children are going to bring to your lives. And it definitely has, I can honestly say I'm a better person for it. I do have that perspective. I'm much more efficient in my work. I think, you know, companies should be definitely recruiting more women mothers because they they have this superpower that you just can't like teach. It's just, it's just that ability to Actually, I think it helps you through the good and the bad times because in the bad times, you've also got that perspective of, you know, this is rubbish, but I can go home and I've got my family and I will focus my energy here and I'm not spending all this time on sort of, you know, draining into negative energy of my job. So, yeah, I think that's really, it it definitely resonates, definitely. And I think going beyond that, as you say, in your case, it was you know, having children, but I would make that even a bigger, a wider scope. And it's also about having interests and a life and things that you're doing outside of work, even if they're maybe perhaps work related. You know, I love listening to clients that tell me that they, you know, they're going for a board position. 
because again, that's a different perspective. It's a different. Yes, it's still business, but it's outside of their their working, their day to day working environment, or whether it be sport or you know whatever their interest might be. I think that's why it's so important. And we talk about and we talk about balance. There's that word that you know that gets spoken quite quite a lot again to do with women. You know, balance isn't even for ballerinas. If you watch, people say balance is only for ballerinas. It's not even for ballerinas. If you watch a ballerina, they are always in motion. They're not standing still for minutes on end, you know, in this lovely, you know, arabesque pose or whatever they're doing. They don't. They are there for a split second. They're in motion. So balance isn't even for ballerinas. So it's a, it's about navigating through, making sure that you're being fulfilled in the many different ways that you can, but also creating a life and a, and a career that fulfills you. And you mentioned as well about the fact that, you know, you it's so important to be out of your comfort zone because the comfort zone just means you're doing the same thing again and again and again, whereas you're not learning anything, you're not growing, you're not progressing. And that's such an important, I think, such an important part of what's, I mean, according to Tony Robbins, it's one of the six human needs is growth. So if we're not growing, we're not filling our you know, our, our tanks of things that, that we, we need to have. So, so many, so many great comments. So now you are where you are. When you look back and reflect on, say, 10 years ago, and maybe some of the ways that you looked upon your career or looked at the opportunities or things that you had done, do you look back and, and see them differently? Yes, I, I, I definitely do. I think if you'd asked me this question, so I'm so coming across kind of 20 years, if you'd asked me this question, even probably 10 years ago, I would say that I was, I was very lucky in terms of my career path. So just to kind of give you a really quick backstory. So I'm originally from Derby. I'm one of four and I grew up in a house where my parents both worked and my dad really drilled into me about hard work. And sort of really, you know, you know, he was really resilient. I think I learned probably a lot from him as well. And I was the only person to go to university from my siblings. And I sort of always had this drive that I wanted to achieve things. I, from as young as I can remember, I was like, I want to be in London. I want to have a career. And it really jarred with my siblings. And they just thought I was crazy that I wanted to do, to do these things and kind of move from this little town in Derby. But I sort of had that dream. And after I went to university, I sort of had this sort of, I just wanted to connect with people all the time. And I remember doing, I was doing a bar job like you do when you finish university and people would come in and they would be, it was a really nice bar and they'd be corporate clients of various different companies. And I just got chatting to people and I'd just be like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, this is me. I'm sort of really interested in moving to London and, and eventually one day somebody came in and said that they basically arranged an interview for me at a company in London. And I was literally taken aback and I, I just couldn't believe that this person had, well, firstly this kind of, that they went and did this and helped me in this way and, you know, really believed in me. It was, it was quite, it was quite a, a moment for me. Anyway, uh, long story short, I went to London, did the interview, got the job. And that was the first time I moved into, moved down to London in 2004 and started my career in London. And it was brilliant. Like I loved it. I had a great time within those first couple of jobs that I had. And I, I would really class those jobs as foundational for where I am today. And then I sort of met 
another person who on holiday who said, you know, I'd, I'd really like you to come and interview for me. He was with his family. So I did, I got the job and, and then, and, and these kind of things kept happening to me. And, and I was, you know, at the time I would just say, oh, I've just been really lucky. Like I've just managed to fall on my feet and find these places. But now when I, I think back and having sort of the knowledge of the last 20 years and, and just being a, a, you know, much more rounded and mature person, you know, I know now that it wasn't luck at all. I had that ability to just engage people and people, you know, wanted to help me. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm grateful for that and for where I am today. And I thank all those individuals that helped me on that journey. But I think it just, it, it goes to show that, you know, these sort of day-to-day interactions that we're all having all over the place are so important. And actually, you don't have to go to like networking events as such to to be able to network and build your connections and support community around you that actually they're there day-to-day, day day, right in front of your eyes quite often. And it's just having that sort of, again, it's about pushing yourself out of that comfort zone, right? Just having that that ability to just make that first conversation and say hi. So like when we met, for example, at the lunch that we were at, you know, I, I just, I felt drawn to you and I felt really, you know, I just wanted to have a conversation with you and I found we had some great energy. And, and so I think it's just, you know, particularly I think for, for mothers, I, I think about this a lot that they haven't got time to go to events at night and do all these things. And, but they feel there's this kind of pressure on their shoulders that they must do these networking events to get ahead in their careers. But I do think, you know, you can still do that. Being you as well is really, really important in these things. Don't try and be somebody else that you think you need to be to have these network connections. Just be you, be natural, be kind and honest and open. And, and it's amazing what doors can open once you start to sort of put your head above that parapet wall. No, I love the fact that you mentioned that I, I, I ban coaching clients from using the L word. I don't let them <laughs> say the word lucky. And it's such an interesting word. And it's so powerful when it comes to resilience. It's so connected because if when things are going well, we think it's luck, then it means we discount our own involvement, our own work, our own skills, our energy, you know, whatever it is that we're putting out into the world, we discount it. And it was nothing to do with us. It was just luck. And so the issue then is, is that when things aren't going so well, what I don't hear people saying as frequently is, oh, I was just unlucky that that happened to me. Somehow when things go badly, we then get very self-reflective and think to ourselves, okay, what did I do that caused that? We don't do the same thing when things go well. Okay, what did I do that caused that good outcome? Very quick to look at it. What did I do to cause that negative outcome? And so I always say to clients, lucky is if you win the lottery, yes, you're lucky. If you're late for your train and the train is late and you catch it, then you have been lucky. That's the context to use the, the L word. But when it comes to our career, I, and I do firmly believe that, that luck is not, not normally what happens. Of course, there are moments where you think, oh, things went my way when I wasn't expecting it to. And there might be a little breeze of luck, but it's not a gust of wind of luck. It's a little breeze that comes across. I like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I believe, one that said that luck is when opportunity meets ability. So it's not really luck at all. 
in, in that context. It is, you know, it's opportunity meeting ability. And you have the ability, which, you know, so much of, you talked about hard work as well. So much of the skills are built on hard work. And, you know, we can often spend a lot of time on that, on the ability, but we also need to spend time on opening up those opportunities. So rightly say, we all have that ability to open up the doors for ourselves and open up those opportunities. And I love the way that you talk about how you've done that, because that's a really, just by connecting and, as you say, being open. And I said at the very start, open and honest. And there are two words. I almost think when you open the dictionary next to honest, it'll say Emin McGinty. (laughs) Because it's exactly, you are just a really refreshingly honest about you know your perspective and your career and your approach and I just think that's such an endearing quality in anyone and it is you and and you do you which is fantastic which I am um, <laughs> which I and I'm ho- and I'm hoping everybody else listening as well is it's really coming through because I think it's such a great a great trait to have to be open and honest that way yeah and I, and I think kindness as well it's something that I like I just try and be kind to everyone that I meet and, you know, I, I, I treat everybody the same regardless of who they are, where they come from. And that's just so, that's just so important to me. But again, another, it's a great resilience trait to have because, I mean, listen, we, we're all human beings. There'll be times where somebody does something to you and you get really angry, annoyed about it. However, if you can flick the switch and we talk about doing a 180, do the opposite. And rather than build up this negative picture of this person, think to yourself, oh, they might be having a hard day. And this came out in the session actually that we ran for Elevate of Resilience. It was a beautiful thing that came out because we were talking about a negative situation at work. And it was wonderful to see the comments when so many women were saying, do you think he just had a bad day? Do you think that's why he behaved that way? And that's such a brilliant way to that, that kind approach then that negative energy disappears and it can then become become channeled and doing that 180 and making it a positive energy and really driving forward rather than, I said, we're human beings, so we all need a moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, certainly. deep breath, take a moment, hit the, <laughs> hit the pause button so that you are, okay, let's put this into perspective. There's that great word again, perspective, isn't it? See the bigger picture, what's going on here and not take that the negativity with you. So I think, again, that's another amazing thing to think about when it is resilience because if you are kind to people then yes you are actually doing yourself a kindness as well you're honing your resilience so I love that I love that combination now at the end of every Elevate session which is our program for mid-level women from 2016 we share a final thought which is an inspiring quote on the topic that we've discussed and I know that you have brought your final thought to share with us today Emma Yeah, so I wanted to share a quote from Michelle Obama. I think she is a phenomenal woman. I love reading her books and just I'm just very sort of inspired by her. So I wanted to to use a quote from her. So it's failure is an important part of your growth and developing resilience. Don't be afraid to fail. Oh, that that is fantastic. Fantastic. Well, on that note, thank you very much, Emma. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast and the topic of epic resilience. Now go find your epic. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to learn more about any of the tools and strategies discussed, please do reach out to us on LinkedIn or contact us 
via the website on team at elevatetalent.co.uk. Now go find your epic.